What's going on, everyone? Welcome to this week's Big Couch Co-op Podcast, a community where your thoughts count and your voice will be heard. This week, as always, we're going to be talking about the biggest news in video games, movies, tech, and much, much more. So call a cushion on the couch, and let's do this. All right, everyone. Uh, so just a little bit of uh, housekeeping this week. Um, you know, I first want to remind you, uh, everyone out there, that the podcast is on YouTube uh, from here on out, uh, youtube.com. Just search for us under Big Couch Co-op, and we should pop up there. Uh, so all you audio listeners, again, you can, you know, see your big, beautiful, bearded boy here. That's a lot of bees. Um, and uh, I understand, you know, a lot of you guys have busy lives. You can't really, you know, watch too much of the YouTube videos. Um, and I understand it. Um, and then, you know, like me, my kids have my phone a good 60, 70, 80% of the time. So, you know, prying it out of their little hands is, is hard to do. So uh, maybe you can get a little revenge on them and, uh, you know, put it on your iPod or whatever, stream it through your car and uh, on the next soccer practice or running around town, you can uh, submit them to, you know, listen to some nerdy news. And uh, again, hey, I just want to say thank you so much for everyone that's uh, been supporting me. Um, in this crazy adventure that I'm doing. I know it's it's not the best quality like we've talked about before, but I'm not going to get on a you know a, a rant of self-deprecation self again. I just want to say thank you, and you know it's going to get better and better as we keep going. Uh, it's a learning curve, but I'm going to get there. And um, you know I do appreciate everyone's views of the video. Um, and, you know, again, share it with all your friends and family. Let them know that there is a guy out there that is uh, extremely passionate about this kinds of stuff. So I'm really just looking forward to uh, connecting with the community and uh, getting, getting uh, the information out there to everyone else. Okay. So jumping straight into news, um, Nintendo has kind of gone off the deep end, in my personal opinion, um, with their newest announcement of the Nintendo Labos or Labs or whatever you want to call it. It's a little weird. Uh, if you haven't seen or heard anything about this in the past week uh, or so, stop what you're doing, Google search real quick, take a look. Holy, if you have not heard this or seen about this monstrosity, to me it's just a cash grab. It's an attempt to get people to buy more crap from Nintendo. Again, Nintendo, I don't have a Switch, so if you want to send one to me, maybe I can take a look at the Nintendo Labos or Labs or, again. This, to me, is just, again, it's a cash grab. These, these Labos, or whatever you want to call them, are basically a set of printed uh, cardboard templates that you can, you know, you get, you purchase, and you build various different types of things um, to interact with the Switch and, and, and whatnot. Um, meaning, like, if you're playing a video game, you get this print off of the uh, a fishing rod and reel and all that, and you, you hook up a little string to it, and um, you can actually interact, and you put the one of the Joy-Cons in there, and you can play with the, the Switch screen. Um, again, just take a look at it. I, again, personal opinion, to me, it's, it's a cash grab. Um, there's a ton of things. Maybe it appeals for kids. Maybe it's just something to get people to buy into the switch system i don't know it's 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 crazy uh if you've already adopted it great let me know how it is um yeah again not a huge fan of it a little weird but that's nintendo they do they do weird things so it is what it is uh some other news 
over at Activision, um, CEO Eric Heisberg, I don't want to say, I don't want to say Heisenberg, this, but yeah, uh, Eric Hishberg um, is actually set to leave the company back or at the end of this upcoming March. Um, he's been there since 2010, and he's been a part of the company uh, since then, seeing huge success, especially with you know Call of Duty franchise, and they took over uh, Blizzard. Um, so a lot of crazy things um, coming out there. But it makes me wonder where is Activision going to go with their next leadership position? Well, who who are they actually going to pick? So you know, and that's, is that going to affect uh, direction of their future games that they got coming up, or the company in and of itself? Are they going to shut down some of the, you know, their studios? What does that mean? So it's a uh, it's a crazy time over there. But hey, ho hopefully he gets some much needed rest over um, his retirement. Um, or if he goes somewhere else, we'll uh, we'll follow that up too. All right, next up, uh, I want to kind of get a slight overview of some of the games that are releasing for the rest of this month. Um, you got the Street Fighter V Arcade Edition uh, just came out, Lost Sphere, uh, The Inpatient, Monster Hunter World. I know there was a beta out. I didn't actually get to play that, or I didn't play that, rather. Um, and then um, kind of Sony leaning hard on that Monster Hunter uh, cult following is that Sony's releasing a... Uh, PlayStation 4 Special Edition um, for Monster Hunter. It's got a controller um, specialized for it. Got some graphics on it and all that. So, you know, hey, if you're into Monster Hunter, cool. Uh, not my kind of thing, but you never know. Um, so we kind of covered some of the upcoming video games for the rest of this month. Um, but I want to kind of jump into some of the games that are going to come up in the next, uh, you know, two, three months. I don't want to jump too far ahead because um, if I do, then you know, you get, go down that rabbit hole and it gets too much. Um, but some of the games that are coming out in the near near future that I would like to highlight are like um, Metal Gear Survive. I'm a huge fan, huge huge fan of Metal Gear series. Uh, I, I've probably played the first iteration on PlayStation One. Now I know it's not the very first game that was on, I believe, Super Nintendo or Nintendo, um, but the first game for PlayStation One. Uh, I spent hundreds of hours actually playing that game. I replayed it several times, got all the different endings. Um, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. And that was the first game that showed me that video games um, were more than just, uh, you know, spending time. They're, they're, you're wasting your time, rather, and you're just, you know, getting coins and collecting and whatnot. It showed me that it's a bigger platform. They could actually tell great stories, and these people want more from video games so they're developing more from video games and that was the first time I got to realize it and see that <clears throat> now I did get to play more of the games as they came out you know I played almost actually all of them um, I didn't finish the last one it was pretty big the massive open world but you know it is what it is and now with Kojima not being with Konami um, this is kind of a weird direction um, a lot of peers actually over at IGN uh, got some hands-on time with the game, the actual game, and um, you know, in a recent article, she points out, "quote This is the first. This is first and foremost a survival game with unforgiving thirst and hunger systems that deplete by the second." Unquote. So it kind of gives you a decent uh, idea of what the game should be focusing on. It's more, you know, again, a survival-based uh, situation um, that's set in the Metal Gear verse. Um, 
yeah, that's kind of about it, though. It's it's all just kind of set in the Metal Gear verse, and it's it's something else. Um, now I did get some hands on with the beta that just came out. To be honest with you guys, I played about maybe 15 minutes of it. Can't stand it. Can't stand it whatsoever. Um, I you know I, I was going to talk more about what Alana said, um, and she's probably a little bit more forgiving than I am, but. I can't stand it. I thought it was horrible. It's literally left, or not rather, left for dead, but um, Metal Gear skin um, game with um, crappy system. There's not much more to say. It's pretty skin deep. I just I couldn't stand it. Not not something for me. Again, you know, there might be something different that it, when it comes out, it may change some things. People may give a lot of these reviews and say this is this is not a, a game that we wanted. And and I know again, Hideo left and the visionary of Hideo um, taking his ideas with him um, kind of is going to change up where they're going to go with the series if they continue to do it. But if they're smart, they'll kind of just leave it where it's at. There's there's not much more to say with that system and you don't have the visionary of Hideo Kojima being with the team anymore so just leave it where it's at just walk away um, again to me it just seems like uh, Dead Rising with the Metal Gear skin that's that's all again I gave the beta a try maybe I'll go back and take a look at it again but if you're a hardcore Metal Gear Solid fan don't play this whatsoever I'm not trying to be mean I'm not saying oh well you know there was bad blood between Hideo and you know Konami, uh, I can't stand them. This horrible game ball. It, no, it's just in and of itself. This game is bad. It's just bad. So far. Um, next game kind of coming out. It's kind of intriguing because I can see a couple different aspects to it that could be pretty cool. Is Sea of Thieves. Um, again, it seems pretty interesting. It's something that I think we, I'm going to take a look at with my kids. Um, I think that the pirate-themed game with uh, looting and you know you going through the high seas is something pretty cool. You know you're going from land to land and you're you know doing high seas high seas battles with other ships um, is something that's pretty relatively unexplored. Now we did have um, Assassin's Creed Black Flag that kind of did it and they, people loved it, um, but I don't think. Um, it was too kid friendly on that so I, I think I'm gonna try this out with my kids and uh, see where we go from there um, but I think it'd be pretty cool especially for a family family experience um, next game uh, I want to talk about uh, and, and I'm kind of need you guys to think back to the uh, video game awards or the game awards whatever they're being called anymore um, and, and if you guys remember Jeff Keeley he was interviewing uh, a director for an upcoming game and the, this director kind of went off the rails and he, and he went off in a huge tirade about how games were better in Hollywood and was swearing and he, I, you could just see the tension uh, and Keeley going oh what did I do what did I do um, yeah that guy's name is uh, Yusef Fars he's from uh, Hazelight Studios um, and they're based out of Sweden um, Fars or Fares or whatever you want to call him I can't pronounce that last name Again, you guys know so thus far that I'm horrible with uh, names. But uh, Fairs uh, directed Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons. Pretty good game. I actually played a decent amount of it. Uh, I liked how the the brothers interacted and how you had to control them with the joysticks and all that. So I thought it was pretty cool. Um, 
and uh, you know, after listening to this guy's this long tirade about whatever it really was, I think I may have even put the TV on mute to just go, okay, well, we're done. Nobody wants to listen to this. Um, I was pretty turned off by his game, and I hadn't even seen it. Um, but then I saw the trailer for it. I was actually pretty impressed. Um, now his game, uh, like I said, uh, it's a unique take on third-person co-op games. And again, we're big couch co-op, so that's the idea behind all of this. Um, it's a third-person perspective game, but it's split-screen based in mine. So you're, you play this uh, position of either Leo or Vincent, and these are two convicts that are breaking out of prison, um, and then you kind of follow their uh, their little journey after they break out of prison, and you get a little bit of their backstory. And the cool thing that I read is that as you're playing one or the other, um, if a cutscene plays for that person, it gives you more of their backstory. The other person playing, or you know, if you're not playing that active person. Um, you continue to go on in the world. So a cutscene is playing on half of the screen while you're continuing to play. So that's a neat concept, you know. I haven't really seen that before. Uh, again, if we have, I just I can't think of it, but it's pretty cool. So I'm looking to check that out. Um, and the next game I'd really like to uh, dive into is something I haven't played, and I haven't touched the series in quite a long time is uh, Far Cry 5. Now, I know people are out there going, Far Cry was actually amazing, especially, you know, four people fell in love with. Um, I remember playing Far Cry 1 when it came out on the PC. And I had a horrible, crappy little PC back then, and I was trying to play these, you know, uh, graphic-intensive games. And, you know, it was all right. Uh, it didn't grab me. It was right around the time gaming wasn't huge in my life. Uh, I had other things going on. Um, but... Far Cry 5, something about this concept of it, of the setting and the premise actually grabs me. I think it's going to be actually really, really cool um, because the setting is in um, Montana and you're, you're, you play um, the sheriff in the town and, well, I guess of a adjacent town because... The story kind of follows uh, the antagonist, Joseph Sneed, um, and, and he leads uh, a cult, if you will, uh, or a church, whatever they're calling it in the system, um, in Eden's Gate. Uh, or, yeah, his followers are in the cult called Eden's Gate, and uh, they take control of an entire county, Hope County, and, and all the people in it are uh, pretty much in the control of this Eden's Gate. Um, so much so that, you know, they won't even contact the outside world because they're afraid for their lives, they're intimidated, they don't want anything bad to happen to them. Um, so it's your job as the law to pretty much come in and investigate and figure out what's going on. So the take on a modern twist of something that could actually ha happen and has happened in America before, I think is a really cool idea. So, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I think I'm going to give it a try. And then uh, another game, again, I got a lot of these. Uh, another game that I've played the entire series before, uh, every last one of them, even Ascension, um, is God of War. Uh, I'm excited as all get out to play this game because 
it's not the same game as they've been before. That being said, though, I appreciated the God of War games for what they were. They were slash them, beat them up games, get from point A to point B, solve some puzzles, you know, kill some dudes, and get a decent kind of, you know, less, uh, history lesson uh, to a certain extent. Um, and, and that was all it was. Kratos wasn't some, you know, overshadowing guy with great backstory and all that. Yeah, we know that, you know, you find out through a couple of games that his family died, but you actually killed them because you were under some kind of spell situation going on. So there was a story, but it was really muddied, and there wasn't a lot to it, and Kratos seemed pretty one-dimensional, like, I gotta get from point A to point B, and there's gonna be some puzzles. So, you know, the, that game series is what it was meant to be. And people give the, those games crap because, oh, there, were, there was no depth. No, there wasn't supposed to be depth. Why? Because God of War was right around the same time Prince of Persia was, uh, you know, it's kind of second iteration because Prince of Persia had been out prior to this. But Prince of Persia for the PlayStation systems um, and Xbox had, you know, kind of a second iteration. And that's all they were doing is some puzzle games. So it was kind of like a new take on Tomb Raider. So all these games were playing off of each other. And you know, that's all God of War was is it was their interpretation of Prince of Persia. So, you know, people gave God of War a bunch of crap for it, but that's all they were trying to do was make money. Um, this, though, this setting and this take on it is really cool because now you have Kratos as a father, and the father-son combination um, fighting through these levels kind of gives a little bit more weight and backstory to it. You know, you could see Kratos thinking through his actions before he just jumps headlong into battle. You know, he, he's concerned for his son and he's teaching him these things as they go along. So, it's just a different take on it. It gives a little bit more weight and meat to the story of it. So, I'm looking forward to it. I know it's, you know, only supposed to be between like 8 and 12 hours or something like that. But I think it's going to be an awesome game. So, I'm going to give it a look. Uh, I'm not sure they actually pushed out a release date. I know it's still supposed to be uh, quarter one this year, so we'll see when that comes out. And then, finally on my list of games um, that I cannot wait to play, just because of the kind of the hype train that's been surrounding it, um, is Red Dead Redemption 2. Uh, awkwardly enough, I have not played any of the Red Deadption games in the series, or the Redemption games, or Dead games, or whatever you want to call them. Um, I did not play first the Red Dead um, Revolver, I did not play Red Dead Redemption, um, they just were not, again, hitting me in the right places of where I wanted to play those kind of games, and for around the time games were not huge in my life. Um, so. This iteration, again, with the hype of it, seems like it's going to be really awesome. Um, I know it's, you know, by Rockstar, so this, you know, it's kind of a, uh, you know, Grand Theft Auto, um, Wild Wild West experiment or experience, whatever you want to call it. Um, but this one seems like there's probably going to be a little bit more uh, story to it. Still stick to that open world uh, format, but... 
I think it'd be pretty cool. And then, uh, you know, as the year goes on, uh, I want to, you know, project a little bit further out. Um, once we get the games that we've just talked about and, you know, been able to review them a little bit, um, I'd like to get a little further out and discuss some of those games that we could see. But again, I don't want to get too far ahead um, because, you know, you could keep going down a rabbit hole. So my question to you guys is, what's a couple of games that you would love to see um, in the next couple of months? Hopefully they do come out and you can review them. So what are the games that you're looking forward to? Uh, for me, the biggest game uh, I'm looking forward to is either God of War or um, you know whatever some uh, from software is actually going to push out. So we'll see if uh, that game actually comes out. So. This all kind of brings me to the next topic, um, and kind of like a topic of this podcast show, whatever you want to call it. Um, and you guys probably clicked on this because you saw it. And well, if you made it uh, this far or you scrolled this far to watch it, sorry, I'm not actually going to do it um, because this video was tagged that, about destroying a PS4 and an Xbox One. Well, I'm not going to destroy a PS4 and an Xbox One. That's just not going to happen. Sorry. Again, a little bit of clickbait uh, on my behalf, but you know, I want to address this to everyone out there. Um, so earlier um, last week, uh, while messing around on YouTube late at night, I actually uh, came across a video of this guy, uh, and it said something to the effect of uh, destroy or break a PlayStation 4 and Xbox One S, and I'm curious just like everybody else. So um, I watched, and so let me give you kind of a rundown of the whole synopsis of the video and, and what it really entailed. So, and, and if you don't understand it, I'm sure you can look it up on YouTube if you're watching this already on there anyway, hopefully. Um, this guy made a thumb drive, thumbstick, dongle, whatever you want to call it, where he puts uh, this cap over the top of it and he puts it in a USB drive of whatever it is, like a computer, uh, and again in this instance, he did it with the Xbox One and S and a PlayStation 4. And he puts it in there and he's kinda got this little test cap on it before he actually um, destroys it. He puts it in there and he connects these wires to see how much you know charge is going through it and you know, it gets a little spark off of it. And it, you know, he wants to see all right, how much power is going through this uh, USB port. Okay, he connects the wires, there's, there's the spark, it's good. Takes off this cap, and he inserts it into, first I believe it was the Xbox One S. Puts it in the front USB port, and you just hear this clicking over and over, you know, and it's fried. It, the, the screen of the TV goes blank, um, and you can just tell it's fried. Um, then he does it to a PS4. Now the PS4, he gives a little bit more resistance. He puts it in the first port in the front, doesn't you know fry it puts in the second port port in the front doesn't fry it says oh well this is you know kudos to Sony for you know making a well-rounded product but I'm gonna I gotta try this last one I have to do it puts it in the back fries it now I'm watching this and at this point there's a bunch of questions raised in my head this is why I want to kind of put it to you guys um, this guy went out and bought a PlayStation 4, I believe it was PlayStation 4 Pro, 
and a Xbox One S to break them. To literally just break them. And now, I'm kind of speculating at this point where the funds came from, um, you know, for the purchase of these actual systems, but I'm pretty sure it came from YouTube um, funds where, you know, everybody starts watching him break the, all these other things with this little dongle and people click on it, just like, you know, I did, morbid curiosity, and they want to see, you know, break the system and they watch this video, you know, because the more views it gets, the more hype it gets, the more money he gets, so on and so forth. And I'm just, I'm floored by this because, again, it brings up questions in my mind of, okay, people want to see this. Why? Why do people want to see this? Well, because we're all into destruction. We're all, we all want to see this craziness. Um, and we're intrigued. What, what is this actually going to happen? He's going to break it? How is he going to break it without even using a hammer or, or whatever? So we're all kind of intrigued by it. But the, the dad side of me, you know, in my brain, I'm going, this guy just wasted money. He literally just wasted money. And, you know, if my kids were to ever do that, I'd probably spank them. To be honest with you, even if it's four views and they're, you know, not wasting their money, but they're still wasting their money by putting money out for a PlayStation just to break it. What are you, you going to do with that after the fact? Is he going to scrap it out and make, you know, something cool with it and give it to somebody? Probably not. He got the views, he got what he wanted, and he's going to move on to the next thing. Um, so that kind of got me thinking about myself. What what would I do if this channel, if you guys out there watch enough of my videos where I can, you know, get paid, I guess, essentially to do this? Because, you know, we all know, we all see the figures of these YouTube people out there that make millions of dollars just having them watch their videos that they put out there. So all it takes is a little bit of time. Obviously, you put more money into the, the video as you get better at it and you get more money. You're going to put more money into the videos, but you also have to sink some money into these things. So what would I do in the event that I actually can make a living off of this? Would I get a PlayStation or whatever and just break it? No, there's no way, not in God green, God's green earth, would I ever do that. I, I couldn't do that because, again, that's a waste of money. And as much as I would love to have a disposable income where I could just break PlayStation 4s and Xboxes, then I would never do that though. I would take that money for good, you know? I have bills to pay, so I'm not gonna lie, if this actually gets big enough where I could have this pay for some of my bills and then I had a disposable income through these videos, what I would do, and, and this will be later addressed in, in this rant, is I would actually go out and buy a PlayStation 4 Pro and an Xbox One S or Xbox One X, whatever you want to call it, and I would take it to people that actually could use it and deserve it. I would take it to, you know, like a children's hospital. I mean, I, I have a huge place in my heart four kids because I have two of my own uh, and you know spending time at a hospital where kids are sick 
you know, I, I've spent time in hospitals, especially with, you know, my son. He, my son is autistic. I love you, buddy. Don't be ashamed of your autism. But my son is autistic. He's high-functioning autistic, and we've spent countless hours in, you know, uh, offices and getting tests done and getting evaluations done and seeing psychiatrists uh, and whatnot. So I've got a special place in my heart uh, for kids, kids with disabilities and, and whatnot. So for that reason, I would take one or both of these systems and I'd purchase them with the money that I'd make and, and I would actually give them to these kids because who else would use them other than, you know, adult video gamers well kids kids absolutely love it they take this to a cancer ward somewhere god kids would fall in love with it and then you know i would also consider taking it to a va hospital now a um, little backstory on myself i spent nine and a half years in the military i was in the army um not only that my father was in the military um and he um was uh stricken with multiple sclerosis and he got so sick that he actually had to live in a VA hospital. So um, I went and visited him while I was living with other family very often. And as being a kid, um, because I lost him at the age of 16, um, I would have to go in the hospitals and I'd be bored out of my gourd. Or I would see these you know, patients that were bored out of their minds. So, you know, again, having that connection and that soft spot in my heart, I would take these systems where... These people would love to have them and actually could use them instead of me putting a video out on YouTube to get more clicks to make more money, you know, and blow another thing up. I would take it to a place that could actually use them and enjoy them and get a kick out of them, you know. So that's that's where my mind went when I saw this guy destroying something that people could actually use. I mean for therapy reasons and get out of their condition of where they're at in life and sitting in a hospital. So, you know, like I said to you guys, I would love to make this a huge, uh, you know, contribution like this to these places, but I can only sink my time into this podcast and this, this YouTube stuff right now. I can't commit tons of money. I'm not going to go out and spend you know, two grand on systems and give them away and hopefully I get clicks. You know, that's not the intention. The intention is, you know, if, if people care about the community of what the stuff we're talking about, we'll, you know, reach more views and, you know, uh, we can use that money for good and put it out to people. So, again, this is kind of my challenge to you guys. If I make a certain amount of subscribers and, and views... You know, this could be a profitable thing for me that I could give back to the community and those that I care about, kids and veterans. Um, so, I, I, I sit there with this idea in mind, and I don't know if it's going to work or not, but it might. If I can get 20,000 or more, you know, subscribers uh, and make this a profitable thing, um, I will go out and buy a PlayStation 4 and Xbox One S, and I will get them to those you know, facilities. I'm in the state of Michigan, so I would go to, you know, a children's hospital in the state of Michigan. And, you know, I'll film it so you guys can realize that I'm actually, you know, doing this. I'm not just saying I'm going to do it and then purchase this crap and keep it in my house. No, I've already got that kind of stuff. 
uh, take to people that actually could use that stuff. So, like I said, 20, 25,000 subscribers and, you know, share this with everyone you can. I will actually go and donate those consoles um, and, you know, not destroy them like some people do. So that's my challenge to you guys. Um, let's grow this channel. Let's grow this concept. Let's grow this, you know, um, idea of, you know, fostering a community of people that care about each other. Like I've said before, you know, that's something that we need to do more uh, is be a community of people that care and listen to one another and do things for one another. So, you know, 25,000 viewers, or well, 25,000 subscribers uh, to the channel, I will go out and get an Xbox One S and an X, uh, a PlayStation 4 Pro and I will get it to you know, a VA hospital, I will get it to a children's hospital and, and you know, hopefully brighten their day up. So, I was actually a pretty long podcast, uh, pretty heavy there at the end, but uh, you know, this week we've had a lot of news come out and I wanted to cover some things that are upcoming. Um, I know next week we got a lot of stuff that should be coming out as far as news. Um, some movies are going to be popping up. So, that being said, uh, please remember to send all your questions, issues, concerns, discussions, uh, whatever, to uh, the email at bigcouchcoop um, at gmail.com. Again, don't forget to subscri uh, subscribe to the video. Um, I'm going to try to put it somewhere if I can understand how to insert that little button. Again, somewhere on this video where you guys can subscribe. Uh, don't forget to comment, you know, hey, this is horrible, or you don't know what you're talking about, whatever. Um, and uh, I'll try to each, read each and every one of them so I can get better at what I'm doing. Again, your input is what this community is built for, so this is what I'm trying to build. Um, and I want to involve everyone in the community, the community as much as possible um, to get a better connection um, and that we can help people out. Like I said, that's what we're all here for. Again, subscribe somewhere wherever this button is. Um, and uh, I said I wasn't going to point to the thing, but I kind of pointed to the thing. So hopefully the thing is in there. If it's not, sorry. Um, share the video, subscribe, and uh, as always, remember to be awesome to one another. Uh, call Seat Safe, and I'll see you guys next time.